0: Travel like the narco Narco Got dope like Pablo Pablo cuts dope like Pablo Cut dope Chop trees
1: with the Draco Draco On the knock got Diego they Say hasta luego Hasta luego Movie and rap a kilo Yeah Snub nose with potato Straight out the
2: jungle Yeah 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 This real rap no mumble. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah My skin black yeah. like mama yeah. It's gonna be weird calling these people uh Jed and Sebastian said, Instead I of Ziggy Oh yeah I mean I'm I'm going to call him there. I'm not, not going to try it. I like Jed more than Brian, so I'll probably switch. <laughs> well, his name changed anyway. <laughs> Four times lady. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's going to be Jed Jr. for a while. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so missing today is the smooth and sultry voice of Joaquin. Instead, I'll be pulling hosting duties as I do in Stranded anyway. And subbing out for him, we have two for the price of one, two teachers for Stranded, Gary. Introduce yourself. Howdy there. Gary is a college professor.
1: Played last year. Played last year.
0: <laughs> um, according, according to you, yeah, my identity is entirely wound up there. Yeah, Gary played last season. He came in 10th, 9th, something like that.
1: Like 11th. I think it was lower than that. Yeah, it was like merge boot. Oh, oof. 10th in your heart, though.
0: Yeah, well.
1: Then we're going to get to me. I
2: was
0: going to say, your turn's next. Uh, No, he he made a pretty big impact on the game. Now he's he co-hosted Isolated. And so he'll be coming into Stranded, co-hosting off the back of his first season. Uh, Next up, we have Hannah. Hannah is also a teacher. She's in teacher training right now. She also played on last season, but she went a little earlier than (laughs) Gary did. My bad. Just a little. Just a little. That's okay, though. She also played with a lot of vets, too. So if we're only counting newbies, these guys are probably like sixth and seventh place.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we'll go with that.
0: Yeah, and we're not going to count Skipper Jim anyway. So, oh, skip. <laughs> and returning to the podcast is our resident. Um, how should I introduce you, Danny? Oh, I was going to say back by popular demand, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go with that. Back by popular demand is Danny. What up, my bitches? All right, so today we're going to jump into our third and final tribe. Last but certainly not least is the Jalal tribe, uh, which will always wear blue.
2: And this is the Ghost Island.
0: This is, would be the Ghost Island tribes. We're going to go ahead and jump right into it and start with Angela, who's played by, I hate when they have these like initial nicknames, KMJB3.
2: Or as I like to call her, KMJB3.
0: <laughs> I'll start off here. I was really excited
3: about this application. It came off very well. To me, at least, it came off pretty similar to Natalie from the David versus Goliath tribe, somebody who used to be pretty active in ORGs and took a break and is now kind of getting back into it. Definitely came off as somebody who knew exactly what they wanted to do going into the game. You know, somebody who's not afraid to step up and be the villain of the tribe. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty pumped to watch him, her.
2: Yeah, I think I'm pretty pumped too. David picked her as the draft pick, so whatever that means. But I'm pretty excited. I think that she's going to do pretty well, regardless of that. She has a little bit of experience
0: Yeah, when we first started talking to them, we really, I mean, they were in our first draft of people to pick, but for whatever reason, they kind of got pushed aside when assigning reps. So I always kind of always view it as a bottom tier app, but you know, every time I go back and look at it, it's a pretty good application. It's definitely in the top tier. So yeah, I agree. I think that they requested to play under the radar, which is why we kind of saved them for last because we could put them anywhere. And originally, I think I was going to put him as wasn't uh, he Bradley? He was Bradley first. Yeah. He was Bradley and then we found another Bradley. So he got moved to a female rep. But it's actually Angela is not exactly the most uh, feminine of female reps. So I think you can <laughs> no, pull definitely. off any personality with her. I
1: agree. So what I like about Angela is that he made it through grad school, so he has no soul remaining, which is a great sign. And I love that he nailed like the value of Fabio and how cool yet And just playing it cool is a good approach. So I'm, I'm excited for him.
2: I think he's going to go pretty far. I'm not sure about winning. I think there's a possibility that she might make it pretty far, maybe to the final three and lose really badly. I don't know. I just get that vibe.
3: Yeah, I mean, I could see that happening, especially because of how many times they said that they're going to play as a villain. Pooty, in your experience, how many times when somebody comes in, like totally looking to play the villain, like how often do they win the game? I feel like there are people that can definitely make it far but I feel like they kind of ruin their chances at a win
0: at the end. Um god I, I don't I would have to think back to the applications. It, it's kind of unusual because they, they say that they want to play the villain. It's almost like they want to be an under the radar villain, which is a little unusual for someone who's talking about how villainous they are. And I really get the sense that this person's a lot a little bit more clued in than just someone who's going to try to come out and make a bunch of stupid moves, yeah. especially get, given that they um, have played before at, at least in some sense. I don't know. I don't get over the top character out of this application, but I do like that they want to get in the mix. So, okay.
3: Yeah. Cause I was going to say, it it was also weird that like the people that they get along with are like kind people and the people they clash with are like negative and judgmental, which, you know, doesn't necessarily mash up a hundred percent (laughs) with.
0: Yeah. So he says, uh, I've spent the last few years cutting toxic people out of my life, which also sounds incredibly insane but uh so that (laughs) that could be entertaining um he says "So i don't do well around people who make fun of others oh he's gonna he's gonna love us spend their energy doing pity parties for themselves he's also gonna love us for that too i think he could be i think this guy is not an overt villain but i think he's probably a little bit bitchy i mean i don't know about y'all but anybody who's like cutting people out of their lives for toxicity probably is you know
2: Actually, the it, toxic person.
0: Yeah, like it seems <laughs> like it, it's a very catty thing to do to just discard people for their behavior. But um I don't know. We'll see. Or
2: just to say.
0: Yeah, it's it's an odd line. I, th- I feel like this guy is unaware that he's a douche. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Especially with who he compared himself to, uh, like Bradley, a bit bossy but not ashamed to admit it. It's like he was just an asshole. So
3: he honestly may have had my uh, three favorite people for like the personality traits, Aubrey, Bradley and Jen of all people.
0: But they're all totally different. Like, who? how are those people?
3: Right. Like, it's, it's so contradictory. But at the same time, like, you can kind of see the through line in how he explained it. I don't know, just like the personality traits that he highlighted of being like nerdy, bossy and like very sarcastic. I think that that's going to translate really well this
1: game i don't think she's going to be a villain for one for one reason it's because of the tribe that she's on um i feel like angela in particular is gonna have to do a lot of guiding for the people who don't know what the hell is going on and she's gonna take that role on this tribe in particular. yeah i
0: I, gosh i don't even know how i would say they would do i just know that i get a lot of personality and information out of this application that kind of shapes who this person is for better or worse and really it's going to depend on who they're with, uh, what side of their personality comes out. So I could see them in the beginning being very likable and towards the end kind of switching on people, you know?
3: Yeah, I definitely see Angela being a big pre-merge player. Um, And then just depending on how the swap goes and, you know, how she meshes with the rest of her tribe, I think that will determine whether or not she makes it deep in the merge or not. I could also see her easily becoming like the leader of the tribe and then getting kind of screwed in a swap situation. So,
0: yeah, I'm not even going to try to predict how they'll do. I think it's going to it's going to totally depend on who they're with. This is not the kind of person that I think is solid, if that makes sense. Like I couldn't like you could probably have them play 30 times and each time they'd play differently. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like drastically different. So, Hannah, you thought that they would make endgame?
2: I think so. I think like she's smart enough to make Endgame and seemed like she was able to make herself come across as very nice, but still articulate enough to probably make some good alliances, but not good enough that it would be like, oh yeah, you should win.
0: Okay. And uh, did anyone else not get to do their prediction of how Angela would do in the game
1: um, I, th- I think she's an end game player for sure I think just the experience uh she's gonna get really connected over here on this tribe
0: okay yeah I mean look I it's funny because every time we go over all these applications we keep predicting end game around fifth place so they can't all be fifth place you know <laughs> we'll see <laughs> we'll see what happens
2: well, with this next one, I have a prediction.
0: Okay, well, let's go ahead and transition into Brendan, who's played by V underscore Thunderstruck. I was in this interview.
2: I think he's gonna fail. I've been in all of these
0: interviews and I don't remember them very well. This tribe in particular, I'm having a hard time remembering the interviews. I guess they might've been early. So Um,
1: this guy was kind of boring us for a while. He was fine. Like he was average. we are probably going to put him in. And then we decided to say he would say something uncouth or rude or something. And so we started to tell dead baby jokes and we cringed.
0: Okay, I I remember. (laughs) Yeah, he he went off the deep end and really went for like (laughs) the serious racist jokes, which is hilarious and totally in on the edgy, Um, trolling. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, we're a bunch of trolls, so we lived for that. But I don't know how he'll do in the game.
2: I think he'll be a mess, honestly. I think he's going to be early pre-merged, to be honest. Like, not to be rude, but...
0: (laughs) Well, he didn't even have confidence in himself. How do you think he'll actually be portrayed as an overly cocky asshole who barely scrapes by in the game? I think that probably sums him up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Here's the other tidbit from his interview is that he took forever to type. It's gonna I can't imagine talking to this guy as strange because he just took
0: two mm. minutes for every short message.
2: Do you think he might be lying about his age? He says he's nineteen. Um another David situation. No, I think he did no,
0: right? I think he's okay. Yeah,
3: I mean, <laughs> not every season can have a legendary thirteen year old claiming to be twenty eight.
0: Yeah, usually the younger people they don't type like totally coherent complete sentences. It's usually like short, brief and filled with like, ah, you know, <laughs> like LOL of <and> everything. <laughs> now this guy seems articulate and like he knows who he is, but he's not very confident in himself. He says, "Uh, I'm not always the most interesting guy, but I know I'm likable. And as long as I stick to that, I think you'll enjoy watching me play. My biggest obstacle is myself. Uh, I mean, yeah,
3: his biggest obstacle is going to be himself and it's that he's no fun or when he tries to be fun, he takes it too far for some of these people. So... I mean,
0: I don't know. I mean, it could have just been him um, sensing that we wanted him to be a little bit outrageous. So he tried to accommodate that with whatever joke he could find. I mean, that... I'm not going to put too much weight into the edgy jokes he told. At least it just told me that he's up for edgy humor, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was it was forced though. As I mean, it, it gave me a slight right. like Zeke from last year vibe, where he says things. We can tell he's trying to be funny, and it just doesn't doesn't play. There's not the charisma there to go with it. So I don't see him make, being a very connected connected player.
0: I just like how he describes people. Like you know, I'm going to be an overly cocky asshole that barely scrapes by. The further their head is stuck up their own ass, the more I dislike <laughs> them. He's got like a very vivid, emotional way of describing people. And actually, I mean, if I was filling out an app, it would probably be like a slightly more outrageous version of this. So I could see him playing the game similarly to me, in which case we're in for a complete train wreck. Yeah. Oh, this is the train wreck tribe. That's, all, that's what I think. Yeah, I mean, look, I, he speaks. He speaks pretty well. I don't think he's going to be like insane right off the bat, but I do think he's not going to be boring. No, I think my
3: personal opinion is that he'll probably be a pre-merge flameout.
0: Mm-hmm. I get that sense. Too. I think
3: I just feel like he's either going to get caught overplaying or is going to wind up in the bottom and just go off on people and try and fight his way as far as he can, but I don't really see him going much further than a swap tribe.
0: Yeah, I, I really think he's going to be the pre-merge boot. I think he, I think we'll probably regret having a 12-person merge over a 13-person merge because this guy's going to get the boot right around there. I think he's a swap boot. I think
1: he's going to get swapped and not have the the charisma or social play to make the new friends over
0: there and get
2: that's how I feel
0: all right so we're going with train wreck pre-merged boot for this guy I don't I don't know if he'll necessarily be a train wreck a full-on crazy person but I think we're he'll be I'd fun I'd love it to if he watch. was <laughs> I, we're hoping we're going to be pushing him to. But I don't know. He seems a little too rational to have that much fun with it. Like he's not he doesn't strike me as someone who's doing this just to have fun. Yeah. So I guess we can transition into our next app. One of my favorites. Me too. Blank Cree, who's playing Chelsea. Invisible legend. More so than just the application. The interview with this guy was amazing. I
2: loved her. I just want to be like Yas Queen like the whole time. But
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so interesting. Above being really gay, you know, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not just saying that to, to be uh bitchy. He says in his application, Paul, well, he said, quote, I am also gay that looks like a girl, but I am not trans because they can't use that against me on a tribal council. I mean, I just, I love everything about this application. He's... Like the broken English is adorable. The, he's got a ton of personality to boot. And then he's like really excited to play and talking to him. He's really funny. I just really love them. I really hope that they do well and that the time issue is going to be a problem.
3: Yeah, he's the one from the Philippines, right? Yeah. Philippines, yes. Indonesia.
0: We had like four from Indonesia that applied and two of them were like overly gay, which is awesome. But this guy had a better time frame on his hands and the other one that we ended up not picking. Mm -hmm. And they had more personality. So Hannah, you were in this interview, right?
2: Yeah. And um, I just remember like him talking to Sarah and them really hitting it off. And Sarah's like, all my friends that are Filipino are crazy. Are you crazy? And she's like, no, I'm not crazy. And I was thinking, yeah, you're a little crazy. <laughs> and like she said in the app that she thinks she'd be like a Rob goddess. And I can see that too. I, I really hope she's not because that was my draft pick. I want her to win, but... I could see her being like super raw.
0: Yeah, like this would be I don't even know who there's no one else who's applied. That's got this personality. It's like an overly hyper nofo, but also broken English. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, which three survivor contestants match your personality? Courtney Yates. We are both skinny and sarcastic. Natalie Anderson, because of her anti-hero qualities. Cass, because we are both chaotic bitched. LOL. <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, I think that Chelsea's going to be a big character on that tribe, even if like the time zone thing winds up being a problem and she gets booted because her tribe doesn't want to deal with it. I think however long we have her is just going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I kind of see this going the route of David where they may get booted like immediately just from lack of activity and oddness, but we're going to laughing the entire time and quoting everything that they say.
2: We've mentioned David like three times. Legend. She gets mentioned in
0: every every podcast so far, I think. David and Garrett.
2: Well, Chelsea's actually 30.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, look, it's just I think it's just the broken English that makes him come across as kind of juvenile. But yeah, my point is that David was a pre-merd early boot who made a huge impact because he was so out there. And I think that's what Chelsea's going to be, where we're quoting things that they said that were hilarious. And maybe she got booted early because nobody could get it. But it's still really funny to look at. Yeah, Yeah, I agree.
3: Do you think. So we talked in the last podcast about people from like the UK being lucky that there's other people from a similar time zone that they're able to work together. They might be on at the same time, so they don't necessarily feel like disconnected from the game. Do you think that there's a chance that that'll happen with Chelsea?
2: I'm a little worried there because she said that she's in the opposite time zone about so... The challenges are at like morning for her. So when people are trying to talk at like 5 p.m., she's probably still sleeping at 5 a.m.
0: Well, usually in Stranded, most of the conversation happens after challenges and tribal councils. So Mm -hmm. I think, you know, some people will hang around for an hour just to bullshit with other people or make plans for the next day. So I think that might be an advantage to him that that's his time zone. And I think it's probably better that your time zone begins with the challenges versus ending with the tribal council, because if you had to sign out immediately after you vote, I think you're probably going to miss out on more than if you couldn't get on before challenge. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, maybe if there were some last minute plans that she logs into the challenge and she's got a bunch of messages about who they have to vote out, she might have to scramble in between the challenge and tribal council. But I don't know. I don't think it's as big of a problem. I think that they could probably get up, or uh, you know, 30 minutes early and it would be fine. I just wanted to address it. So how do we think Chelsea will do in the game? Winner. I think, oh, mom, you're wrong. <laughs> no,
1: but. <laughs> no
0: chance. <laughs> no
1: chance. Well, I'll hold you to
0: that. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go on paper and say no. No chance of winning. Chelsea zero percent chance.
3: Um, I think that Chelsea will be pre-merge, probably pre-swap. I love. For her to prove me
0: wrong, you know who she reminds me of, and no one in this group is going to remember this. I really wish Joaquin was on this because he'd know exactly what I was talking about. Reed from Indonesia, he was a gay Filipino on that time. Oh yeah,
2: I looked through um, the Indonesia forums, and I think I saw a few of his comments, and he was really sassy.
1: Yeah,
0: he's he was almost exactly like this. He was very uh, bubbly, and basically, he, how he played was he was Drew's number two, so uh, they both went nine and eight, I think. Drew went first and then he followed after Drew got the boot. So I could totally see Chelsea latching onto someone else and being an extra vote. I think that's the that's her best chance of making a deep.
3: I'd be very interested to see which person on this tribe wound up being like her uh counterpart. It's just like it's a very a weird group of people like this tribe is a very yeah.
0: strange mix of all the tribes the this you can't even pair anyone off they're all totally different
2: i feel like yeah. chelsea might benefit from a swap because of all the big personalities that are on the thailand tribe and like the drag queen that's on there maybe like they'd be able to connect
0: so i don't okay I don't want to sound terrible. Typically, I don't know that there are many times overly gay people bond in the game. Like, I'm, oh, yeah, I can't think of a time where there's like two people who are both standing RuPaul's Drag Race and bonding together and going to the end. Like, I, I really think that that is kind of a I feel like more often than not, they're threatened by other people that are, have similar tastes and, and personalities.
2: Like there can be only one.
0: Well, case in point, no doesn't get along with any other gay person on the, on the server. Okay. Very true. I mean, I would love to see it. I'd love to see two gay guys that are overtly gay and just owning everyone. I think that would be so entertaining. But I don't see it happening. I, I don't know. I think maybe they could probably bond and find common ground at, so far as a couple of votes, but I don't know about long-term solid alliances. Yeah, yeah. Dude, what,
1: with what Danny said was really good. I wrote something similar. Is that I just don't know what type of player Chelsea's going to latch on to. I think it could be anybody from Chris to Sebastian to maybe when she gets over with, like, Gandhi and Cece. I think it's interesting. I think, it's interesting.
0: I think you know, judge, the only person I have to go off of for this is Reed. And they teamed up with Drew, who's like one of the most overly aggressive, masculine type players. So I, who knows? Maybe that's the kind of person he wants to he would, you know, I mean, usually opposites attract. So if he's going to be passive, he's probably going to go for a more dominant personality. Regardless of gender or personality, I think he's going to go for someone that's aggressive. So
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I have, a quick
1: take on her where I think she'll place. So, um I just I'm worried about not really knowing Survivor too well. I'm curious about how she'll manage the understand how the game works based on some of the things she said. But I
0: think we'll be alright. Um, I always say it doesn't matter. I, I've casted people who've never watched before or who have come from Big Brother where they don't know too much about Survivor. And those people always do fine. Really, it just comes down to how they can interact with other people if they have the personality to gel well and do well in the game. I mean, you know, look, some of our best players are uh, older women, so they're not even the most tech savvy or some of the biggest fans of Survivor. They're just good with other people, you know. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So I think that wraps it up for Chelsea. Let's go ahead and move on to another one of my favorite applications. this guy.
2: His application confused me.
0: Well, you know, you're in for a good time when we get a <laughs> a referral from Cole. This is Cole's buddy in real life, Chris. I was joking earlier um, that I think he thinks
1: this is like actual survivor because he just constantly talks about how he wants to swim and catch fish and make fire. But you don't do that here.
0: Yeah, we had another application that also mentioned like their survival skills. And I was like, that's not going to help you on online.
2: You're gonna make your own little spy shack.
0: And- I can't remember who it was. I want to say it was like I want to say it was like Rob or somebody who they kept referencing how they are outdoorsy and can catch fish and shit. I'm like. <laughs> Cool and all, but unless you're like camping out, yeah, yeah
3: go catch fish, but bring your phone with you so you can right. send your messages. Um,
0: but anyway, that all of that craziness aside, um, I spoke to Cole and said, you know, hey, your friend applied, and he's he just said, oh, he's gonna be nuts, so Ugh. I'm ready for that. <laughs> I don't know, I'm ready for whatever right. happens, but I'm pretty sure it's gonna be entertaining as shit. No, um,
3: obviously, like the application is strange when you think about it from the like perspective of you're looking to play an online game but i don't think that i don't think that that's going to say a lot about how he's going to play i think if you're friends with cole that you're probably going to have a strong personality and i'm excited to see how he's going to interact with people in an environment that he's not used to especially some of the people that play online games quite a bit i think that he's going to be just like totally out of his element And it'll be fun to watch him figure it out.
0: Yeah, he did not strike me as the same personality as Cole, that's for sure. But by virtue of being friends with Cole, we know he's got to have a pretty good sense of humor or at least be able to deal with a lot (laughs) Mm because Cole is a lot.
2: Yeah, I really liked his interview. (laughs) He seemed like really different from his application and his interview. And it was like nice. He seemed like charming.
0: Yeah, his interview was great. He had a great uh, sense of humor. Um, I think even at one point, Julie was in on the application and they were joking around and posting and gifts and everything else. So I really think he's going to be fun. I think he's instantly likable. Uh, I mean, even Julie loved him. And usually she comes into the application and hates people because they don't like Hello Kitty or something crazy. But uh, (laughs) she was like, she was like all about this guy. So I I think he's charming. I think he's likable. He's fun. I don't know how he'll play the game, but I think he's going to be a big personality.
2: He really seemed, he asked like a lot of questions about how the game worked. And I think at one point he asked like, are there any clues for the a hidden in the eye at all and trying to be a little sneaky there i think like he can jump into different personalities and
3: i really like that yeah i mean if, if he can deal with julie in an interview i think that he's going to be pretty set up for any kind of personality that's going to wind up on this tribe
0: speaking so. of pairs i think that this is
1: for sure sebastian's best
0: friend <laughs> yeah i could I see he's
2: going to be Chelsea's best friend.
0: I don't know about Chelsea. I I, I could see I just Sebastian. I think they're going to be
2: a Reed and Drew situation there.
0: You know what his humor really reminds me of is Jed or uh, Brian from Isolated. Oh, yeah. Like those two are probably... Uh, a match made in heaven
3: interesting I didn't see that
1: well you posted a bunch of
2: gifts and memes so I really could see that
3: he
0: will be the season's meme lord yeah but I mean overall I was just scrolling through our interview um he just seems like really likable uh he's, he's down to make jokes but he's not he wasn't aggressive or anything like that he was just very very funny you know right um I am excited. So he
3: put down for his answer of what personality types you clash with. And he said he finds it hard to deal with people who see their own emotional responses superseding logic and reason. And I feel like this cast is like this cast as a whole. Like not just the Ghost Island tribe, but if you look at all of our tribes, I think we have quite a few people who are going to respond emotionally before they think logically about things. So I could see any sort of confrontation that he gets into all season really just like rubbing him the wrong way and driving him nuts. So I'll be interested to see how he deals with people as you know, conflict starts rising later down the game.
0: Yeah, that's a good call. And actually that's very similar to how Cole was in his season. He started out like really likable. uh Getting along with everyone. And then the minute he didn't get his way on a boot, he went from zero to a thousand. It was insane. (laughs) I could I could see him going that way. But even looking at at his uh, interview, he he asks some of the weirdest questions. So do you guys find a way to simulate camp life through the game? Oh, God.
2: That's like whatever you want to do.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think Julie said, I mean, you could just not bathe for the whole time. That could work. (laughs) (laughs) He said method winky face. So dumping all of Cole's rice on the fire. Got it. Love it. Yeah, I don't know. I just he just made me laugh. I think he's he's going to be good fun. Yeah, no, he'll be a fun one to watch for sure. If I had to guess where he would place, I think he could go very deep deep in the game and actually i think he could stand a pretty good chance of winning if he a little more strategic
2: yeah i think he could win conceivably
3: yeah i mean it totally depends on how he gets along with this tribe if he finds a couple people and like bonds with them right off the bat and it's the right people off this tribe i think that they'll be unstoppable i think that you know if he gets with angela or maybe even if he was with ziggy I think that he could work really well with people like that. But I think if he gets with Brendan or like somebody that maybe is just a big character, I think that he could easily get lost and then just revert back to being kind of like a confrontational asshole and get himself voted out.
0: I mean, it's so hard to tell because all of his answers are like physical competitiveness and loyalty. Uh, (laughs) That's like... What? Loyal friendship and relationship for years. I don't know if he's going to be necessarily cutthroat. I could see him being overly protective of a friend for sure. And that being his undoing. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like he could freak out when one of his allies gets eliminated.
0: Yeah. I mean, he could really go the same way as Julie, where she kind of dies on her sword for somebody who already was voted out. You know, mm-hmm. so we'll see. All right. So that was Chris. And I guess now moving on to another big personality in Donathan, played by Richie. Richie.
1: The the best line of probably every app we had, I think. What was that? When he he was asked to describe himself, he said that nothing about me makes sense. So it's hard to try to match my personality with other people, mostly because I myself am not a person. I'm more of an entity or like dot, dot, dot. A concept.
3: A
0: concept. That's right.
3: (laughs) That one is good. I also have a screenshot from his interview where he said, "I'm 25 in the eyes of the government, but in reality, I'm (laughs) 5,000."
1: This guy is
0: so fucking weird and hilarious and lovable. I I really—he's one of my favorites. Like maybe my favorite.
2: I think he could be a fan favorite by the end of this. He just uses so much. Uh, punctuation like way too much
0: (laughs) yeah like i I mean every every sentence ended in like 12 exclamation points or question mark.
3: I mean, he was just I don't see him having any issues just making friends and having a good time in the game. I just am very worried about him like not being taken seriously because people are going to be like, who the fuck is Richie or I guess
0: <laughs> Jonathan? <laughs> I think that'll work to his advantage if he can play it right. How, has he played in a lot of other games? Not many, maybe like 10. Um, I think he said he played in a couple like, like
2: some on Tumblr. On Tumblr.
0: Yeah, that's not gonna help it much. But God, he's got such a big personality though. Everything I keep like looking at things that are making me laugh out loud. He's just
1: completely center of attention, gonna be in the mix on this tribe for sure. Um I think this is one of the power players too.
2: I think I could see him being like Casey and isolated. It's just like very weird. Yeah, a good thing.
0: I think either that or like Chrissy, where he'll just go fucking nuts at some point.
2: Maybe a combination of both.
0: Yeah, Ooh. He's kind of a little more sad than, than Casey had.
2: Well, Casey also said um, that thing to Russell saying that he gets, uh, what was that? Gonorrhea? Something like that.
1: Ass cancer.
0: <laughs> Ass cancer. Know. That's it. <laughs> Who knows? Casey was a nut. I really wish he was playing this. But this guy is fucking hilarious. Uh, He says, I'm not afraid to call a bitch out in a respectful way. I never start drama to be malicious or attack anyone (laughs) personally. But if someone fucks me over or comes at me, I don't back down. I love this guy. And I love that he is like kind of hilarious because that is how I played successfully is when I I knew I was a big personality and I would get bored. So basically what I did was just amp up my personality times 10 and then no one took me seriously. So I could kind of slip into the end. I see this Guy doing the same thing. I I think people might just view him as like a comic relief and he could easily slip into the end if he's a good player.
1: Sounds like you're describing Lucy from last year too.
0: Yeah, a little bit of Lucy. This guy's got so much bigger of a personality though. I mean, Lucy was awesome, but this guy's like over the top.
3: Yeah. No, I agree with that, Pootie. I think that he very easily could just like really play into his persona and make it work for him. I think especially he would be a very good person to kind of like be like, oh, drag me along, especially in the pre-merge and just like let somebody else do all the work. Well, he's just like in the background making relationships with everybody on every tribe he winds up on. But I really don't see anybody really like picking up on him being a big target. I think they're all just gonna, like you said, see him as a big personality see him as somebody who's like there for fun kind of somebody that can be dragged along to the end and then if he can like turn it on and emerge i think that he stands a really good chance of making it deep
0: yeah i I think what what will end up happening is that in the beginning, I do think he'll lay kind of low and I think he'll just be the comic relief and avoid the boot that way. I think he'll be pretty popular if he can joke around with everyone and that'll depend totally on his activity level, uh, which hopefully will be good. I think where he'll start to come out of his shell is maybe an emerge or at least when he has some footing with an alliance. Because he keeps talking about like he's going to play under the radar. He keeps talking about how he has social anxiety. But I mean, then you read his app and he's full of personality. So I can't imagine him being completely boring and behind the scenes. But I do think he could could easily fall into a comic relief role. I just hope he can find I hope he can find his voice and balls at some point. You know, right. Like for all we know, he might go in there and
3: like tone it down a ton. And just like not be this like super, I don't want to say obnoxious, but like this super big and bright personality. Maybe he's going to go in and totally just be like, hey, what's up? Try and get along and like meet people on their level. I hope that's not the case. I would love to see him just go in and have everyone flock to him because he's awesome. But I guess we'll see. It all depends really on how this tribe picks up on him so
0: i think he'll do well once he's comfortable i think that's what it comes down to because if he has social anxiety he's not gonna be the first one to put himself out there but hopefully you know once he's got a little group that he can start playing the game with he can start to really make some moves and show his personality Mm -hmm. a little bit more yeah
1: yeah, I, I, kind of, I kind of disagree. I think that social anxiety isn't always going to translate uh, to online forums, but I think he's just got a magnetic personality. He's going to have people
0: clamoring to work with him. How do you think he'll do in the game, Hannah?
2: I think he'll do pretty well. Um, I don't think he's going to win, but definitely uh, post-merge, hopefully. I really hope that he's that big personality that we see in this application and that he brings that to the game and he just kind of coasts along with that big personality and then whips out a big move. That'd be really fun.
0: Yeah, or at the very least, he'll just be fan favorite contention. That too. For sure. So I think that does it for Donathan. Now we'll move on to Kellen, who was a not a replacement, but not necessarily one of our first picks, but someone that I was really excited about because they're very similar to my background. And actually when I first casted Farmer would say, is this uh, application. When I first casted him, lovely name. he kind of bitched me out. Like I, I sent him an application and he was like, are you doing this to everyone? I'm going to go post in the thread and say, <laughs> see if you see if you're spamming everyone. And I basically told him like, go for it, dude. Do, do, do what the fuck you got to do. But I don't Care you know? And then from there, he's like, "Okay, I just looked, and you're legit. Like, uh, I think I might want to play," which was insane to me. But <laughs> <laughs> he's the one you found on the Big Brother live feeds, right? Right. And he he's confrontational, and his application wasn't super interesting. Other outside of the fact that it, he's basically has the same job and is the same age as me. But what, what was really interesting was how confrontational he was right off the bat. And I think anyone who's willing to call out someone who's spamming them has at least some kind of balls, you know? Yeah, I didn't right. know that was it. I
1: didn't know that was it this guy, but I'm glad that he's playing because that was great.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, no. I'm the kind of guy who, if you tell me fuck you in the casting process, it probably makes me want to cast you more. You know? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Probably. I think oh, he could annoy some people. He said he's one of those actually guys, kind of like me, where he'll say, well,
0: actually. What?
1: <laughs> Fully.
2: that's what i see it as <laughs> that,
0: that, that's how gary talks occasionally yeah
2: i could see him being like i've already seen with what he said in the confessionals is that he just doesn't seem very aware of what's going on he just doesn't seem very self-aware but that's Kind of entertaining to
1: me. Yeah, Kellen's confessional adventure was pretty hilarious and changed my opinion of her completely. Me too.
0: Yeah, like, I I don't know. I I think this guy is super unaware of his personality and how off-putting he can be, which is going to be great if that's the case throughout the entire game.
3: Yeah, I agree 100%. This is the guy that in uh, the interview that we did told me that he has like an algorithm or like a spreadsheet where he enters people's personalities into it oh, to that's like right. help, him, yeah. help him make the help like, him make like optimal choices so, so I oh just like God. started going off and I was like I'm eating chili right now what does that mean about me and he's like oh well that means that somebody took the time to Teach you how to make it, and you're probably feeling nostalgic. And I'm like, no, this is just like literally the shit that I had in my kitchen. <laughs>
1: That's right. he was, he's like, you, you
0: probably your family—it's a family recipe, and you have deep roots with your family, and you're super connected. And you're like, no, bro, this is like ravioli.
3: <laughs> I mean, he's definitely somebody that I think is going to go into this game thinking he knows exactly what's going on, and thinking that he's like super well prepared. And I just see him being totally like out of his element with everything, and I'm excited for it.
1: I just said this time has a lot of that. Um,
0: there's a lot of three or four of these people just might not know at all what's going on, and there's going to be a lot of power struggling going on. This guy, for me... He comes across as like, it's almost likable, even though he's got these, like he's he's a terrible reader character. He had to come up with an algorithm to figure out other people's personalities. He's probably not great with people. But at the same time, like, it's kind of endearing, you know? No, it
3: totally is. If that's how he's going to approach the game, like, sign me up, because I can't wait for him to have just, like, these reads of his tribe that he determined by, like, taking, like, little snippets of their conversation and putting them in a spreadsheet. And then knowing what's going on with those people and being able to see like, wow, his read is so completely off. I'm excited. I think that's going to be so entertaining. I
2: hope he like puts his spreadsheets into his confessionals and says like, oh, I think this is happening. I think that <laughs> Sebastian is scheming to do this. This is my read on him. I know this because of my algorithm. It is foolproof. I am going to win this. Oh, I feel like that's gonna so
0: funny. I mean, he, he was, we found him in the live feed update thread. So he's definitely like super neurotic about updates. Uh, so I think his confessionals are going to be amazing. It almost kind of reminds me now that you've said that of Liana from a few seasons back. She was kind of insane and had the most hilarious confessionals. Like she would compare people to every position in the, the Apostles painting. <laughs> Where oh they God. are in the, <laughs> the Last Supper. Yeah, in the Last Supper. That's right. So so like you compare, <laughs> compare like oh, this person is like Gandia, because they're whispering to Jesus. It's so, so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and, oh my God. And like, was 100% serious and crafted an entire narrative around like the Last Supper. That's so funny. <laughs> so I could see this guy going into that level of autismo to where it's like super entertaining. Yeah.
3: I mean, that's best case scenario here. I definitely see him having some trouble uh, just like getting along with people. But I think that if he can find a couple allies on this tribe and make it through those first couple rounds, and like, who knows, maybe this tribe will won't go to tribal at all and they won't have to deal with voting but um i think if he can survive to the swap he may be a late swap early pre-merger but um I think every round that we have him is going to be going to be a good one.
0: Oh, my God. Even even already, he's it, beyond that confessional post. He just posted, oh, I thought I thought when people completed the puzzle, they got a- avatars. So I was keeping my eyes <laughs> on Alec, Donathan, Gabby because they all had their avatars first. So I was like, holy shit, you already <laughs> cr- cracked a narrative in your head that these people are the challenge threats. I love it. Based off of absolutely nothing, <laughs> by the way.
3: <laughs> what. Wow. You know that he's totally gonna be the guy that's sitting there watching like the bottom of the screen and seeing who's logging in when to like figure out who's working together and that'll be fun. I always love when people oh my are God. like oh yeah. I see that these people are always online at the same time. They're probably in an alliance.
0: Yeah, this guy's gonna be crafting narratives that some people have idols and you know there's a thousand sub alliances when like there's nothing going on. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah, he could end up being one of the favorites. I think. I think and so. if
3: like even if he like doesn't do well I think he'll just be a person that'll be like really fun to follow for the fact that like even if his reads are completely wrong, he'll be so confident in them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my fear would be that he doesn't have a great sense of humor and maybe like would not be in on the joke if we all found it hilarious. But I kind of am hoping that he's just gonna he's going to be a good sport about it, you know? Yeah, I hope so, too. So that's Kellen. And now we're coming on to the, to the part of the podcast that we've all been waiting for. Last but certainly not least our good buddy, Ziggy from Isolated, who is playing Sebastian. Sebastian.
1: Z-Bass Z- as we're going to coin
0: him. Z-Bass as it has been foretold.
1: That was my idea.
0: All right, so let's go over a little bit of how Ziggy played in Isolated. M.S.
1: Oh, Buckwild. <laughs>
0: a mess is is right. Came out swinging from day one and ended up kind of going a little bit further than I thought. I mean, you know, he only made it like four boots or something, but still further than I thought he would do. Four incredible boots. Right. And the thing is, too, those
3: four boots, I have no idea how the vote never came back to Ziggy because he was telling different (laughs) shit to every person in the game. Every like three hours, he'd post like this massive novel of a confessional about how. Oh, like this person's lying to me. Like, I want the target on them now. And like, everyone was talking about him as like a potential backdoor target and then just like never took the shot until Brayden was HOH. He was just such a mess, but like the most fun hurricane to watch. The best. Like,
0: I really feel like if he had played that way in Stranded, he would have been a, an endgame player and probably one of our all time favorites. I'm I a little
2: worried about him in the Survivor format because I feel like. It- like with Big Brother, you can kind of hide a little bit better. But in Survivor, that's a little harder.
0: I completely disagree. I think okay. these people that come out swinging in Survivor stand a much better chance of going further because I think everybody kind of just wants to be safe in Survivor for the first few votes. And there's kind of an incentive to keep around stronger players in the beginning, whereas Big Brother, it's, there's no incentive to keep anyone good around. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think he has an advantage there. The question would be, how much has he changed his game up since isolated?
1: Eh, Not a lot. I feel like he's still a known entity. He's going to he's going to go hard. He's going to lie to your face. He's going to make friends. He's going to make enemies. And it's going to just
0: wind down from there. I'm praying that's the case. I don't know, though. How was he in rematch? A
2: pain in the ass.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's good.
2: I hated him. I mean, no, but he was a mess and really hard to work with. And I never knew where his head was at. But more of the reason why I'm so scared for him in Survivor is that in Rematch, there was that weird format where a bunch of people got nominated and he was on pretty much every single nomination. So Mm. with Survivor, that's what I'm more worried about. And I think with those nominations, he had the most votes going into it. But, you know, it didn't really matter because that's right. how the I format
0: works. I think this is what's going to benefit Ziggy here, is that there are a lot of swap opportunities. And I think a player who's a little bit more aggressive stands a better chance in a swap.
3: I agree in that situation. I think that like one of Ziggy's best abilities is his ability to make anyone feel like they're working with him, at least until a vote, when you realize, oh, no, he's been lying to me nonstop for the last however many days. I mean, I think at one point, everybody actually did believe in Isolated that Ziggy was one of their allies. So I think that'll work, especially in like a swap or a merge if he makes it that far. I think that that'll be like a very good advantage for him. What I think the problem is, is I think that Survivor format And like these tribes and especially these tribes that have some people with some more experience are going to be a lot more talkative and compare notes a little bit more. And I think if Ziggy plays the same game that he played in isolated in this season of Stranded, I think he's going to get caught by somebody that might be a little more experienced than ORGs.
0: Okay, I could see that. You you think like because he'll be aggressive and everyone else may not be used to that pacing that he might be the odd person out?
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily think it'll be like a for sure thing, but you know, Angela has some gaming experience and i think that in a swap situation if they're on the same tribe as ziggy angela is going to be able to corroborate any story that ziggy tells and if ziggy's out here trying to make like secret alliances with everybody on a new tribe and angela's like no 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 like what he's telling you is completely wrong i think ziggy could easily get caught in his own stories so i guess it really just depends uh who he swaps with and like how he decides to change up his game.
0: Yeah, I mean it could go either way honestly. My personal experience is that I have a hard rule whenever I swap immediately flip because I've been caught in a situation where I stayed loyal and got fucked in a swap and it's much better to be in control of your game and at least try to swap than it is to not. So I I could see that working for him but as you said I could also see him making himself a target unnecessarily you know. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah uh, I, I picked him. I think he's the winner of the season just because i i disagree with his like his personality is perfectly set up for this where his strength is literally after a swap the new tribe is going to love him and he's going to believe him he's going to be able to go from there um i think he's going to keep adapting and keep making friends and enemies and it's going to be a glorious ride and he's going to win <laughs> all right yeah. so confident confident
0: i i actually don't disagree I, I don't i don't think he's gonna win that's my number one. i don't i think um, he could win either but i think it's gonna be a very hard road for him just from how aggressively he plays but i definitely could see him making the merge i think that will happen I also think the first three boots of the merge are going to be critical for him. If he can survive those three, he can make a run for the win. And then he's going to have the Danny problem where once you get close to the end, all the threats are a huge targets and it becomes a game of who can drag the goats to the end. And in that case, Ziggy's going to have a problem because I don't think he's going to be a goat. No, he's going to be a huge threat. That's that's his weakness. So, in that sense, I could definitely see him going in the same place as Danny. I could also see him going in the same place as Gary, one of the earlier merge boots from overplaying. Um, but I do think he'll make the merge.
3: I mean, if he does win, that would be
2: awesome. But
3: Yeah, I mean, I, like, I would love to see him make the merge. I just think if he comes in playing as hard as we've seen him play in the past, I think that he overplays early and it catches up to him. So, I
0: mean, my... these This is an, an all-new player season, so you have to consider that a lot of these people are going to be afraid to make these big moves, and probably even afraid to take out a big player, um, which I think Ziggy will be. Yeah, yeah I, I like that. to think that they'd be afraid of it, but at the same time, I could see people being afraid of how
3: hard he's playing you know in the off chance that these new people like catch on to what he's doing which is like the critical question because if they don't catch on then you know he's gonna make it super deep in the game but if they catch on and i i don't think it should take that long to catch on to ziggy's game if you're really paying attention if they catch on are they gonna do something about it or are they just going to like let him take the lead? I think that'll be a really interesting thing to see with all the rest of the new people in this cast.
1: I think right off the bat, he's 100% going to take control of that tribe. I don't think there's anybody else who's going to be calling the shots over there.
0: Yeah, it, it really depends on how much Ziggy overplays. If he can temper it, and just play aggressively and control one alliance, he'll be fine. But once he starts getting into like double crossing that alliance or making sub alliances with people outside of that, he could get caught and then that could be a problem. For sure. That's right. the that's danger.
3: Which I think that's also one of the problems of coming over from a Big Brother game is like in Big Brother, like everyone's technically aligned with everybody. I think at one point Ziggy literally had an alliance of everybody in the house. But that's just like how things work because you have to make everybody think that you're working with them. And then like you really only work with like your core group. Whereas I think in Survivor things are a little more I don't want to say that it's not as fluid, but like especially in the beginning parts of the games, things tend to be kind of split up by like here's one alliance. Here's the people who are on the bottom. And I wonder if he's going to get tripped up by trying to play a Big Brother style game.
0: Yeah, that's fair. And, you know, Another thing we have to consider is this is an all new all newbie season. These are tribes of seven, so they're smaller. And usually in these seasons, that first part of the game is all weeding out the less active players. So if that's the case and his tribe has some fodder, he'll be fine through that through that phase. But I mean, this is a very strong cast, so there may be no fodder, in which case, I don't know. Do they start going after the big threats really early?
3: Well, let's hope not, because he's pure entertainment. So the longer that he is playing the game, the happier I'll be.
0: Yeah. For sure. I mean, we're all going to be rooting for Ziggy. We hope he does well. Um, well, I'm sure we'll be entertained regardless of how he does. And, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I there are so many people in this cast that I'm rooting for, even just in this tribe. I, I'm personally I'm, I'm ready for some new stars, too. I don't want it to come across like we're solely rooting for Ziggy and we hope everyone else fails. No, I really just in this tribe alone. I'm excited for Chris, Donathan, Kellen. Any of these guys doing well and succeeding is going to be great. I just hope that whoever succeeds in the game is playing it hard and is showing up, you know? Yeah.
3: yeah. Pooty, how do you feel about this tribe as a whole? I know we were worried about the Thailand tribe being kind of new to ORG. We're worried about them in the challenges. How do you think this tribe will do in that sense?
0: So I think they'll do fine in challenges. I think they'll do better than some of the other tribes. If I had to rank them, I'd say... Fanasa would do the best, followed by Jalal and then Amar. That would be my... Um, prediction. But again, it's kind of random. Once you get in there and you start seeing how these guys play, it's totally random. And then you kind of regret like, oh, I kind of put all the good challenge people on one tribe, But you have no way of knowing ahead of time, you know. Right. In terms of how I'm thinking about this job, it, it's so hard because there were 21 people and I'm trying to divide my attention between all of them and make sure I like all of them, that they're all active, that everybody has everything they need to know. And it's just impossible to do. So these podcasts are a big help because I, I finally get to reflect and kind of look back on all the applications ahead of the season and know exactly what we're going into ahead of time. And after having done all three tribes, God, they're all kind of there's so many good people in this cast. I mean, I'm really excited. And I think Walk said it best like this is probably the most prepared we've ever been before season, um, certainly in terms of casting. And this is tied with our biggest newbie cast, you know, so we should be as confident as I can be going into the season. That's where I'm at. Of course, it's all random. As I've always said, it yeah. <laughs> you can prepare, 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 but it comes down to the players how active they want to be and but I do think this is a very strong group and I'm very excited to see a lot of them. I agree. I said it
3: earlier today, but like there's probably a good like fifteen or sixteen people on this cast that I'm like devastated to lose already. So you know, we'll see how it plays out.
0: But <laughs> yeah, and, and this is also the first time we have a very active community behind some of the cast. I mean, there have been other seasons where there was a big lurker group, but not to this level of involvement and certainly not to this level of uh, polish. And I mean, like we have podcasts now. It's it's freaking insane. So I just think uh, like we're primed. We're ready. We have a good cast. And I'm very excited to see how this plays out. Same here. It's going to be lit. All right. So awesome. I think that we have a good season ahead of us. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and sign out. This is Pooty. I guess we'll we'll meet back with you guys after the first episode to see how these guys played out, to see how our predictions panned out. And I, we're hoping for a good season. One nice pot, everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's a wrap. Mm-hmm.
1: Pablo. Yeah, All right, uh, what
2: was that, like an hour? yeah, yeah. This real rap, no mamba. Yeah, 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 yeah. My skin black like mamba. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got stash
0: pots and Honda. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Straight out the jungle. Manipi.